Hi, I'm Lou Franco, and this is episode 14 of Write While True, which is a writing program for programmers. If you follow it literally, you'll be in an infinite loop of writing, but I mean program as in a training program. So in each episode, I'll challenge you with an exercise that'll help you build a writing habit. This is season one, which is about foundational exercises. Listen to Write While True at your desk, and when it's over, start writing. I have a decent memory, but it's mostly tuned to the things I do nearly every day, like programming. I can bring the details of Swift or the iOS framework to mind. I can usually remember the various parts of the code base I'm spending the most time with. To a lesser extent, I can remember my more dormant projects. If I work on the Apple Matt website, I'll definitely need to look up some Python details and Stack Overflow. And if I just finished reading a book, then it's pretty likely I'll have retained something from it. There are some books that have had such a profound impact on me that I've read them multiple times, so I can remember a lot more of them. For the most part, the ideas, emotions, and facts that I have experienced while reading, they they fade over time. In episode two, I talked about the book, How to Take Smart Notes by Zonka Ahrens. In that episode, I explained that a note is a small piece of original writing that you do while you're reading. Perhaps a few paragraphs. And these notes are hyperlinked together so that the result is a large graph of small notes. While you're reading, if there's something you want to remember, instead of just copy-pasting a quote or highlighting it in your Kindle, you make a new note in your note-taking system where you express your understanding of what you read in your own words. This is your synthesis of the material, and you're going to edit the note enough so that it could possibly be published in a larger piece. It should be somewhat finished, though very small. A better kind of note that you could write is one that extends one of your own ideas based on what you read. And at the end of that episode, I recommended that you adopt a note-taking app. I use Obsidian, which I highly recommend. In the show notes of episode two, I linked to a site that lists and reviews many options. If you're not doing this yet, I would take another look and reconsider. In episode three, When I talked about first drafts, I explained that the main use of those notes was to jumpstart a new writing project. I do this all the time. In fact, the script for this podcast episode started with pre-written paragraphs from several notes about the topic I want to talk about today, which were several hundred words that I didn't have to write. The whole thing is usually less than 1,500 words, so that's a big chunk. But another way to use these notes is just to remind yourself about things you read and your own thoughts about them. So from time to time, I just pick an entry point into the note database and start reading. Notes are linked together, so I continue on and on for a while. And this practice keeps me in touch with my own thoughts and ideas so I don't forget them. Each note is a few paragraphs long, so this works well for things that are more complex and weave into some kind of narrative. Reviewing these notes is kind of like reading an unfinished book. 
It doesn't work well for disjointed facts though. For that, I do something else. In the last episode, I talked about the book, A Technique for Producing Ideas by James Webb Young. The technique Young described had five steps to producing an idea. The underlying principle was that new ideas were novel combinations of old elements. So the first step was to become very familiar with the elements. He described two sources of material. The first was the material pertinent to the problem at hand. For him, that meant customer and product data. He was an advertising executive. For me, it's more about software engineering and processes. The second kind of material was just general knowledge, Viking trade routes, anime, Rothko paintings, architecture, typography, bluegrass standards, wherever your interests lead you. For these kinds of things, it might be hard to write a note, though. You could certainly write down something, but it's unlikely that you'll develop a few paragraphs of a coherent thought about lots of random things. One way that you could do it, though, is to draw a parallel to your own work. I'm very interested in how sound design relates to software UIs, so that's one area that I do have a lot of notes on. But generally, what you might try to remember is just a sentence or two, just a, just a fact. And James Webb Young said to use index cards for that. His book was written in 1965, and that certainly would work, but I would recommend using spaced repetition card software instead. Spaced repetition is a technique for moving knowledge into your long-term memory. They're just flashcards. But the advantage over physical cards is that you study using an algorithm that spaces them out at ever-increasing intervals if you remember the cards, and shorter intervals if you can't remember them. Over time, you'll be constantly reviewing knowledge that you were just about to forget. I use free software called Anki to do this. I put a link in the show notes. That's Anki spelled A-N-K-I. There are a lot of ways to use Anki, and the lot of YouTube tutorials. I'll put some links in the show notes, but I'm going to make a few suggestions for getting started. First, I would make just one deck with all of your different kinds of cards in it. Don't try to separate subjects to start. Part of why we're doing this is to discover serendipitous combinations. If you were a medical student with four or five classes of incredibly hard organic chemistry and bio, you might want to separate it based on classes because you might need to cram for a test on a particular subject. That's not really what we're doing, so separating them doesn't really have much of an advantage. Second, I would look into closed deletion cards. This is closed spelled C-L-O-Z-E-D. A regular flashcard has a question on the front and an answer on the back. For a closed deletion, you instead just write down a fact as a simple compound sentence. For example, a linked list is the simplest example of a persistent data structure, which means that 
it's immutable and that versions share structure with each other. Then you take that sentence and designate some of the words or phrases as a deletion. In this example, I would delete linked list, persistent, immutable, and share structure. When it comes time to show this card, Anki will show the full phrase missing just one of the deletions. You answer the card by filling in the blank. This helps you make a lot of cards very quickly. By doing this, I just made four. And Anki will know that they're related to each other and only show you one of them per study session. Like Obsidian, I keep Anki open while I'm reading. And when there's something interesting, I make a note in Obsidian if I have original thoughts. But if I just want to remember something, I make a quick card with some deletions. This is what I would do instead of a highlight. Highlights are buried in the book you read, but these cards will be shown to you every day if you want them to. And then I keep Anki running all day. Once a day, most days, I try to do a study session. It only takes a few minutes. Anki will show me about a dozen cards and I'll try to fill in the blank. And then I rate myself on how well I remembered it. Anki will space out the repetitions of that card based on my personal rating. So if I said I thought the card was easy, it might not show me that card again for a few months. If I said it was hard, it might show it tomorrow. If I have a series of easy times with the card, that space gets longer and longer. And if I have a harder and harder time, the space gets shorter and shorter. Another thing I do is when I'm just trying to spark an idea, I'll just do a study session so that Anki will show me some random cards and I might keep going and going for a little while, more than just a few minutes. This is the way I do stage two of Young's technique for producing ideas, randomly mixing the, the ideas together. And you can put anything on a card. For example, there could be an inspirational poem that you want to remind yourself to read every once in a while. Aki will surface it from time to time. You could also use lines from it as props. And remember, as you're looking at the cards, they might spark new ideas for, for new cards or for notes. Take a moment to write them when that happens. In my intro, I asked you to listen at your desk, ready to write when I'm done speaking. But first, I want to thank you for listening so far. As a new podcast, I am depending on you to spread the word if you found it valuable. I also want to encourage you to send your feedback email to writewhiletrue at loufranco.com or find me on Twitter at loufranco or look for me on LinkedIn. I would love a review or a rating in the Apple Podcast app, Stars in Overcast, or whatever else your podcast player allows. And subscribe if you want more episodes. And if you write publicly, please send me a link. This week, download Anki and read or watch YouTube videos about closed deletions. I put links in the show notes to get you started. Make a single deck and start throwing random facts you want to remember in there. I did this while watching WWDC this week. During the talks, as I learned a new fact about 
Swift support for async await, I made a card. And now each day I'm reminded of those tidbits along with other random things I put in there about UI design, cooking, nutrition, music, TypeScript, evolutionary biology, and tons of other random facts I want to be reminded of. It only takes a few minutes a day to do a study session and, and missing a day or two or even a week is not a big deal. You can jump back into it whenever you want. It's not like we're going to be tested on this stuff. I just want light reminders of things I find interesting. Thanks for listening. This has been Right While True. And since true is true, time to download Anki.